Hi everyone, welcome to the LCF Careers podcast series, Careers in Fashion. This is Segan from LCF Careers and I'm joined by my colleague Emma. Hi everyone. In today's podcast we're going to be speaking to students who have gone out on the placement year um, which we refer to as the Diploma in Professional Studies. They're going to talk us through their experiences out in industry and sharing the highs and the lows. joined by Millie from Fashion Design and Development, Chloe from Fashion Pattern Cutting and Georgia from Fashion Contour. So obviously you guys all did the um, Diploma in Professional Studies placement year, um, so if you could tell us where you actually did your um, placement or placements. Um, I started at Great Plains in London for six months and then I did seven months at Hugo Boss Women's Wear in New York. And um, for anybody that doesn't know who Great Plains are, they're uh, They're of... owned by French Connection, sort of like a family brand. Great. Um, for me, I went six months in Belgium, Antwerp, for this brand called Christian Binance, and then for another four months in Erdem in London. And I started at Bras and Things in Sydney, Australia for six months, and then I've done two months at Bendon in Sydney, and then a month at Heidi Klein in London. Okay, great. Um, how did you search for placements? LCF careers. Like, <laughs> that was like the number one. <laughs> if I didn't have that, I think I would have really struggled. For me, it would be uh, this online website called Fashion Rookie, where I found my Belgium internship. And then after that, from Connections, I got my Odom internship. Um, I went through tutors at uni, so I actually got my bras and things placement through and Chloe when you said about your connections was that connections that you had personally or just through uni or um, it's connections through different internships so I have a sample manager from a different internship that I had previously and then he's working currently at Erdem so I contacted him to like look for some new placements with him so yeah that's how I got it there okay great so you used your network then yeah <laughs> I also did like another um, interview with Celine from yeah. a connection based contact Okay, what was your most successful method of searching for placements? I guess that was quite successful for you. You found the LCF Career support yeah. really helpful. Did you use LCF Careers Live? Yeah. yeah, like every day I was checking it for anything new. And then I was, because I was checking it every day, like the stuff that was there all the time, I was like, maybe think, like Great Plains, I remember was there for quite a while. And at first I didn't really think about it. And then I was like, oh, actually, maybe I should consider that. I think it was a good way of sort of getting me to actually think about maybe going for something I didn't think I would before. Because yeah. it was almost like a reminder of like it's still there and like that's quite a good thing to take advantage of. Okay. As Millie said, LCF Careers Live is a really useful tool if you're looking for industry experience and placements. We've got some really exciting opportunities on there at the moment that are paid. Um, brands include Boohoo, ASOS and Urban Outfitters, um, so please do make sure that you go onto LCF Careers Live um, and apply for these opportunities. Can 
you can you remember and you, you might you might not have a clue but how many applications um, that you sent out before you got your placements Four. Yeah. <laughs> multiple yeah that's so many I think so <laughs> over 10 more yeah. 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 yeah how did you manage your time between your coursework and all the stuff that you needed to obviously do um, for your course and actually searching for internships going to interviews um, I feel like I always gave myself a bit of time in between work to give me that sort of break mm -hmm. and then take my mind off of the work to focus on searching and placement yeah I think I handled it quite well mm -hmm. obviously it was quite stressful when you didn't get replies and things like that but apart from that yeah, so when, when you didn't get replies how did you deal with that did you do follow-ups um, or was it just yeah, every now and then I would email them see if they got it it is quite hurtful I think mm -hmm. um, but obviously like we're quite new so we're just startups really so I actually found that bit like probably like, the most difficult part was like balancing mm -hmm. like the making like a portfolio and then also like trying to do really well at uni and like making the most of like both yeah because I found like from first year I like didn't like my work I was like and I think most mm. people look at their work in first year and think like oh my god what was I thinking <laughs> but like so I, when I was putting the portfolio together I knew that the work I was doing like in that moment was like the strongest mm. but it's really difficult to like mm. prioritize like that but then obviously the placement is so important so like that was also difficult how about you Chloe so I think portfolio is not that important yet. I think a good cover letter and your CV, it's like the thing that you're looking for. And also yeah. like the timing that you are searching for interns might clash with what you're um, able to go for. So I think like it's just like opportunity. <laughs> so all of you mentioned already, so you mentioned portfolios, you mentioned CVs, you mentioned cover letters. Um, I was going to ask what were the main things that you actually included in your application. Um, so for all of the applications, did you always send a portfolio, a cover letter and CV or was yeah. there? Yeah, just yeah, those, definitely. mostly just those three, I think. Yeah. I don't think there's anything else that like stands out. And were there some yeah. applications maybe where you just didn't send a cover letter and you just dropped them an email or was it always the same? Like, always the same, always, mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. attach yeah. three together. Okay. Mm -hmm. And always tailor your cover letter to yeah. the company. Yeah, don't just yeah. change the name. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know. Okay, brilliant. So, and you guys, you all had several placements, so you've, you've made um, several successful applications. But how did you actually make sure that your applications were effective? I just mean that they were strong, solid applications for roles. I think my second application at Hugo Boss, I definitely, I know that I got that because of my internship before. Mm -hmm. I, di I didn't plan to do two, but I think that worked out really well in my favour. Because I think the second that they, I had like a one internship to talk about, it gave, gave me a lot more confidence. And I think it also makes you like know what you're talking yeah, about a bit more. It's yeah. so, like when you're applying to stuff, like it just works well, I don't know. And yeah. I think it makes you have like a much more different perspective. But obviously before that, I think just being honest as well about like what you're good at and what you're not yeah. good at. And so we touched on it earlier, but how long did you um, find that it took companies to get back to you, if they even got back to you at all? It really depends on yeah, the company yeah, you're looking really for depends. someone. If they're looking for someone, they reply immediately. If not, they would just ignore your letter. Mm -hmm. So it's really about the timing. Yeah. yeah. I felt like two weeks was like a good time. I remember always feeling like the ones that did get back, got back like only a couple weeks later and that yeah. was good. 
and then either ones that didn't just don't or there was like some that didn't get like a month months, later yeah. and then I was like I forgot I had <laughs> like, so did you guys keep um, maybe a record of like who you applied to and when you applied yeah. to them because it's quite easy to forget so did you have lists that you had or spreadsheets yeah. even or was there I did an Excel lists? spreadsheet I didn't yeah. at first and then I started to get so confused I was like I, <laughs> I had like colour coding as well oh, wow yeah. Yeah. I was like, really, really organised <laughs> I'm guessing you guys didn't do colour coding <laughs> Okay, so moving on, we've obviously spoken a little bit about applications. Now moving on to interviews. When you were eventually invited to interviews, um, what were the different formats that you guys experienced? So for example, maybe Skype interview, just a normal face-to-face. So because mine was obviously based in Sydney, Mm -hmm. I met two of the women that I would have been working with at an interview when I was over in London on a flying trip. Okay. Actually, no, I think I had a Skype interview with them first, Mm -hmm. and then I met them, and yeah, that was quite informal. I just showed them like my work, some of the samples that I've made, Mm -hmm. and then they sort of spoke about the company and what I would be doing there. And then obviously when I found out that I had the job, I then had another Skype call with them just to sort of ease me in and meet the woman who I would actually be working with. And then for my other placements, I didn't actually have an interview because what the one at Bendon was through someone that I worked with at Bras and things. And then Heidi Klein were just eager to get me in, so. (laughs) (laughs) So so with the first placement, it was sort of, in a way, like three stages. So initial Skype, because obviously they're in Sydney, then face-to-face, and then another Skype just to maybe confirm details. And then the second one, through your connections, or through your network that you had already met in the first place. So I'd actually worked with her. Okay, fantastic. And what about you guys? So for me, because my company is based in Antwerp, Belgium, so I had a Skype interview with um, the pattern cultivators, and then after that, I just got it. And then for Erdem, I did a Skype interview with the pattern cutter as well, and then um, I came back to London, and then we had a face-to-face interview. And for me, I had most of mine were in person, but then I had my Hugo Boss one was on the phone, like two different stages, which I hated. I really didn't like the phone interviews. I did, I, I like like looking at someone when I'm talking <laughs> to them. Like, that was weird. And then I did a Skype one as well, and I, I think I applied to Tommy Hilfiger, and I think that was a Skype one. Yeah. So a lot of Skype Skype interviews. Yeah. yeah. Was this the first time? What well, I'd assume, yeah, this would be the first time that you guys. Experienced Skype yeah, um, it was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I found it was like it was. I found it was way more scary. Someone on the computer screen. Yeah, yeah. and like, I don't know. It just it felt. It kind of feels like fake, but it's. I don't know. It was yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> so did you treat the Skype interview exactly the same as if it was a face to face in terms of how yeah. you dressed and all of yeah. that? Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. So you made sure that you had a clear background yeah. and you still yeah. dressed how you would have dressed yeah. in a face-to-face Yeah, yeah. from the waist up. From yeah. The yeah. Waist up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good advice. Yeah. Good advice. Um, and what I'd probably say is, because you guys have experienced a selection of different types of interviews, what would you say was the most challenging thing you found? I found, like, I had an interview with ASOS mm. and they... I remember they asked a lot of like competitor related questions and like I was kind of prepared for that like I always had like an overview of everything I was prepared for but they it felt like they were kind of asking the same question in like different ways like who's our competitor or like I don't know like who else would shop for I don't know it was like 
it was, I remember thinking it was like the same question in like a hundred different ways. And I think it was good because it yeah. made me like, but I, I really wasn't prepared for that. And so I didn't get it and I know that's why I didn't. It was difficult. So I think, and then I learned from that, like every other interview I did, I like had like literally a list next to me of like, to like practice, just mm-hmm. to like know the brand and like know everything about them. Um, I think with my interview, I had bras and things and the mm-hmm. face-to-face one, it was two women. So it was yeah. quite hard. Obviously when you're talking to one person, you look at just them, but talking to both people at the same time and it was a bit off-putting but I think yeah it was quite a good experience really. Yeah. I think that's a good experience and I think that's a really good point that you've made because um, even though that one was a bit more informal mm. obviously when you guys maybe go for graduate opportunities it could be a panel interview where you've got like three people so it's really important that you guys try to engage every single yeah. person mm. and you don't focus in on just mm. one person because the other people then feel neglected so yeah. it's like you have to kind of give everyone attention so yeah I think that's yeah. a really 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 good point. Um, yeah. Obviously, Millie, you mentioned ASOS and, mm. and that you you know what didn't quite work out for you when you had that interview. But how about you, Chloe and Georgia? Did you have any interviews that you thought, God, that, that went really bad. I can't wait to just, you know, get mm. away from this. Um, well, luckily, I got the Bras and Things interview quite quickly. And I was told quite quickly as well. Right, okay. That. So after I found out that I was getting that placement, I didn't, sounds really bad, but I didn't actually bother applying anywhere mm. else. Yeah, well, I guess if you had something secured, yeah. then, then, yeah. then, then, then fair play. Australia to do it as well, so. Yeah. yeah. What made you want to go to Australia just out of interest? Because um, we don't have a lot of students that no. go all the way to Australia. It's always been my dream to go to Australia anyway. Yeah. I think when, like my tutor obviously said to me, oh, there's a placement in Australia, it's in Sydney, it's lingerie, mm. and I was just like, yeah, okay, that's what I want to do. And it was paid as well, so mm. I was like, this is a result. So yeah, I think it was just everything in one, really. It was mm. quite a good opportunity, so I thought I would take it. Did they help you with like the visa? Yeah, so they paid for like all my visa, my flights. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. So moving on to think about the actual placement experience overall. Then, how, how was your experience? It was really good. I think mm-hmm. I learned the most in like placement. Like, yeah, definitely. They teach us like technical skills, like the right way to do things in like companies. Mm-hmm. So I think I adapted my my work with the skills that I learned. Yeah, for me, like, mine was, like, kind of perfect. Like, I had both the companies were so nice to me and, like, everything just worked really well. I learned so much more than, like, to be honest, I've learned at uni. Like, but I think there's a lot of things that it's really difficult to learn at uni anyway, so that's not, like, it's not a bad part of the uni. I think a lot of time you just have to, like, be in it and, like, know the vocabulary and, like, just everything. You have to be in it. Experience it. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah, I definitely think I'm really bad at it. Yeah, you learn so much more because mm. you're actually in the industry. And how did you find like the work colleagues? Did you kind of get get on quite well with the people that you were working alongside? Yeah, I actually got on. Everyone who I worked with was really nice. There was a lot of English people there as well. Actually, right. So okay. Quite handy. And with my my first placement, I got on so well with my managers, and like that was like the number one most important thing to me I was like I just want them to like me (laughs) and so like that was really really great and then at Hugo Boss like they there were a lot more interns and so I meshed quite well with all of them and that was really lovely and all of you've got experience now from uh, with moving to a different country other than London relocating um how was that what was the transition like you know it's like a really busy place isn't yeah. it so was it kind of it was kind of well it was what I thought it would be yeah. but it was 
it was really great like I loved it but it was it was like it was mad it was like in the best way it was like mm. everyone's very different but really friendly and like it was really welcoming it's a really cool city I'd recommend anyone going <laughs> <laughs> so for me um, I really enjoy Antwerp um, but the visa process for me it's mm. such a pain and also looking for houses mm. when I first moved there, I don't know anybody so that's a struggle but yeah um, step by step like, I made friends and like enjoy every part of my internship. Mm. Start with I found it really scary because it was my first time like moving out of home. So I live at home for oh, uni. Wow, okay. Yeah, so that was really scary and obviously it was really sad like leaving my family. But I was going with like girl on my course and she had found me out there as well so that made it a lot easier. Yeah, that's yeah, really good. As time goes on you do get used to it and just sort of yeah, it's hard at first. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I hate it in my first week. I was like this is horrible. <laughs> but then it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> And because there's so much choice really with the placement year in terms of you, you see things that are advertised in, in Europe and outside of Europe, we don't really help that much in terms of accommodation because no. it, it would be impossible for us to do that. So how did you find that process, like deciding where to, how to find where, where to live and you know, how did, how did you for do me, that? For me the HR intern that like um, interviewed all of us for in New York, she like I straight away was like, how do I live there? And she yeah. just sent me like this list. She was so helpful, just like a list of like all the things to do. I think like if I was giving advice to someone, I would say like just reach out to the company and like ask because yeah. like they know that like you're really young and like yeah. it's scary and like you have no idea. And yeah. so with that, it was just like a list of every possible scenario. And so that was really helpful. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. It was the same with yeah. my wife mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, they yeah. So you guys asked the companies yeah. and then they kind of gave you like yeah. maybe local information about the area yeah. Yeah. yeah, websites and things like that where you can like flat shares and mm. things yeah. like that. Yeah. And how did you actually, did you go and see anywhere that you um, wanted to, to live? You kind of looked at places online but I'm guessing with it being mm. New York being really far away in Sydney you weren't really able to go and, and look at places with yeah. their hands. No, I, I didn't. You just went in yeah, blind. Yeah, I just went whenever yeah. I could have. <laughs> yeah, okay. And um, what about, because this always comes up, the financial implications, did all of you get paid for placements? No, I did, yeah. So you got paid for all of the three placements? Um, no, actually I got my, I got everything paid for at Bras and Things. Mm. And Vendon as well, actually. Okay. They paid her. And Heidi Kleiner got my expenses paid for. Just expenses. And what about you guys? I'm not paid for, or I don't pay for my expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Great Plains paid for my expenses, and then I was paid at Hugo Boss. Okay, so for the whole, I guess, placement year, how did you find that? Just maybe day-to-day life in a new country, um, not having your full student loans. How did you guys find that? It is tricky. Like, that was something that I was kind of prepared for, but... I didn't know that like our student finance would be cut like so dramatically. I remember that was quite tricky. Mm-hmm. But I think as long as you plan for it and you kind of know, because it's an, it is really frustrating when companies like don't pay you because like really they should. But mm-hmm. I think if you plan it and kind of because like, if you can't do it, then you can't do it. For me, like because living in Antwerp is so much cheaper than living in London, so I save up from my expenses that I would be living in London for for that year, and then I used it in Antwerp. So it's just like 
budgeting myself. Okay, so like budgeting mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. planning beforehand. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and Australia is quite an expensive place. Yeah, it's quite. Yeah, it's quite similar to London, mm-hmm. really. But um, the like the wages are higher there as well. Okay. So I was luckily fine, mm-hmm. and I paid for my expenses. We got three thousand dollars expenses. So oh, I was, wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. money on like, my flights yeah. and visa. Oh, so. Yeah. So you were okay. You were okay. Um, So what would you say a typical day of work, what did that involve? Well, for me, it was, um, it like really changed. At Great Plains, it changed as I like built like a trusting relationship with my managers. And at Hugo Boss, they went through a lot of like company changes while I was there. So it was like completely different from the start to finish. But like I'd say on like um, doing the stuff that I like to do, it was probably like a lot of communicating with like the designers and then they'd maybe give me like ask me to do an artwork or be like oh we're having this printed fabric on these sketches like can you edit them on and it would be a lot of like back and forth and that was really great I loved doing that. So for Christian Violence I did everything you could possibly imagine because we're interns so we did um, prints, we did pattern cutting, we cut out fabrics, we sew up uh, the twelve, sew up the final garments and whatever that they need help, we just do it. And for Erdem, because I'm in the pattern cutting department, so we pull out patterns, um, write the information, and give them to the technical like seamstresses. So, uh, so yeah, at Bras and Things, it, I was working like, as a buyer intern, so it was a lot of like, compu- like working on the computer, doing tech packs, contacting suppliers, and then like, working with like, samples and sorting all the samples out. Whereas at Bendon, it was all just tech pack based work. Mm-hmm. So. I'd just be given a tech pack after tech pack to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're both quite different really. So being a design student, did you intentionally go for a buying placement? Um, well, included doing both. So I did do design work okay. as well as the buying work, which was quite good to learn both sides. Um, and what skills do you guys feel like you developed whilst being out in the industry? For me, it would be my technical skills. So sewing up things and um, being really perfect with everything details, pattern cutting, like, yeah, tips and tricks from mm-hmm. all the pen cutters and mm-hmm. seamstresses. I think mine would definitely be, like, Photoshop and Illustrator skills. It was always something that I could do, but I would always put it off doing it. Mm-hmm. And something I hate doing, but when, obviously, when you're an intern, you sort of have to do it. <laughs> somewhat, so I was yeah. to do it, and now, obviously, I don't mind it. It's quite mm-hmm. easy now. Brilliant, that's really good. So looking back, is there anything that you would have done differently throughout the placement year process? When we were in second year between like September and Christmas, I think we were all a bit like sloppy. We were just a bit like, oh, like they'll come after Christmas, it's fine. I kind of wish I'd done more like projects myself, like just in my own time, just to like, I know, like build up something. Because like, although it eventually worked out okay, I found it was more stressful, like trying to do everything in a short amount of time. I would say to like, do, if you ever have like a spare minute, like, do work or like do something that you think will help you. Yeah, and using your spare time to do extra yeah. projects and stuff to really build up your portfolio because mm. a lot of students feel like they've not got enough yet. Yeah, and we get such like long holidays. Like I, yeah. in hindsight, like I remember the first like year I didn't really like I just kind of did nothing in the holidays and I I really wish that like in that like month I just did like anything I wanted to do. So aside from technical skills, um, would you say that you guys have developed in any other ways? Yeah, I feel like I, yeah, my confidence definitely, and yeah, communication skills. Yeah. Because yeah. you know like, how to talk in the industry, you know all the words that you, yeah, like, just small things like that. And you get to like interact with different people from different parts of the world, so you know about the culture. Mm. And, like, I think confidence is like a big one as well, because you, 
you kind of learn about like your strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. and I think it's really good to like know your weaknesses when you're working because like normally whenever I've like worked before it's only ever it's just been like you know like a sales assistant or whatever and yeah. this is the first time I'm like kind of doing what you want to do and learning where your strengths are and what you're really good at and then where you're not so good at and I think recognizing that makes you like more confident because yeah. it makes you kind of know and then when you do other interviews and they're like what's your weaknesses and you're like well yeah I think that's just like really important and what were your best bits about like being out in industry I guess like meeting a lot of new people is really cool yeah and kind of like talking to a lot of different yeah. um perspectives of it we used to have like a, a lunch and learn thing where you get someone from the company to just talk to all the interns about like what they did and that was always like really really cool I love doing that I think mine was probably being able to go to Australia and then we were actually able to save up the money as well and go travelling for a little while and I think yeah just being in that different environment and seeing mm. how different it is to London yeah I think living um, like adapting to new places is really interesting and also context as well and I also did like new technology things that I've never knew like new skills that I've never knew like Gerber and stuff and computer Okay. If you could offer any tips or advice to the new um, groups of students that are looking to go out on placement next year, what would you say? I think I'd say definitely do it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I remember I was in two minds about it. I really wanted to do it, but then I was worrying about like struggling for money or whether I did just want to go straight into final year. And, but I think I'm definitely more confident doing final year now yeah. than I would yeah. have been like yeah, last same. year. 100%. Yeah. And so preparation for final year is like, I feel like it's totally different now. The, the thought of going into final year, like straight after second year now, I'm like, oh my God, it would yeah, yeah. be so different. Yeah. I think it's like getting organized is like, yeah. for me, like number one thing is like, which is why I do my crazy spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> I think it like teaches you to like, learn how to do like two things at the same time like when you're applying yeah. and then when you're actually there like you know having like a nine to five or later like whatever job mm -hmm. like you learn how to like prioritize the right things I think. And I think because like fashion is such a fast-paced industry and when you're in the industry you're required to be fast-paced yeah. and so you do everything much faster when you're in year three mm -hmm. so you're adapted and then you just do everything really fast and mm -hmm. that saves a lot of time. Yeah it did really help me decide what I want to do for my final collection actually because I always thought I wanted to do underwear and when I went to Australia and I was like, actually no, I want to do swimwear. So obviously it helps, oh, if I just went straight into finally, I would have ended up doing something that I probably wouldn't even enjoy. But now, mm -hmm. at my second year, I never touched print. And when I did my internship, I was so like adapted into prints that I started to do some prints myself. And so for my final year collection, I actually did some prints to like incorporate it and more textile work. Mm -hmm. So what you learn and what you were exposed to has actually had quite a big impact on you then when you've been thinking about planning your final collection. Yeah, yeah. Once you're actually in the industry and you've got that placement, are there any kind of hints that you would give to students about how to make the most of their time there or anything that they should try and get involved in? I remember when I was um, training the intern that replaced me at Great Plains, I just said to her, I was like, just do everything you can to make their life easier like that's like your number one priority is like whenever you want to help just do it and like if you see something's messy and you have nothing to do just tidy it like just I think that makes them know that you're going out of your way to just make sure that you're just yeah. like being the best person you can be and like they really appreciate that as well and I'd definitely say like ask as if you're unsure like don't be scared to ask because they're always happy to help mm -hmm. and that kind of leads us on nicely to our last question which is um how has doing the placement year 
help to shape your future career plans a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like going over to Australia, I feel like now I don't know if I actually want to stay in London or if I want to go okay, abroad. And yeah. Yeah, I think so. I really enjoy it. Like being around like, the sea and swimwear really inspires you. I think for me, like, because I, I know I do a design course, but we do quite a lot of like different stuff on it and so I wasn't even really sure if I wanted to work in design and I was a bit like oh I'm just gonna I don't know so I was like I'll just apply to design stuff and see if I like it and for me it like really like made it more obvious that I absolutely want to work in design and like I think it I think you learn quite quickly like what areas that you like really love doing yeah because we're so exposed to like different things that we have to do mm-hmm. and we find something that we like to do and then we just stick to it thank you so everyone's had a positive placement yeah it's fantastic. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really positive really yeah. Yeah. brilliant well thank yeah. you guys for sharing your experiences um, and hopefully the new year twos um, and even first years as well yeah um, definitely can mm-hmm. i guess learn from your experiences and hopefully get some tips from the advice that you guys have given um, but yeah we're really grateful for you. Thank you.